Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Spilling the Beans. Um, first of all, I'd like to apologize for not um, releasing an episode in a while. Um, I've kind of had, had a little uh, moment in my life where I was really struggling with some things, and so I wasn't really as focused on the podcast as I have been, just because I've been figuring out other aspects of my life first. And um, so just, I'd just like to apologize for those that have really wanted another episode. But I'm, I'm going to start doing the episodes again, and it should be a lot more frequent. None of this uh, two-month break nonsense anymore. I should be doing these a lot more frequently, so uh, yeah, there you go. So, and thanks for all the support I've gotten from everyone. It's, I really appreciate it from all the people that listen to the podcast, you know, all my, all my friends and family and stuff. Um, it definitely helps keep me going in life, and I'm very grateful for it. Um, but anyway... Um, like I said, it's been a while since the last episode. Um, I can't remember if I've published the last episode about when I recorded it, or if I'm gonna if I'm gonna need to publish it um, near the time this episode comes out. Um, but the last episode I recorded was in about October, so it's it's about it's almost 2019. It's two days away from New Year's Eve today, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 29th, so two days away from New Year's Eve. And uh, a lot of things have happened in between then. Um, I'll try to uh, cover the highlights. Um, I mean, obviously, Thanksgiving happened in November. That was good. You know, it's I love seeing all my family, and I love being thankful. I did this thing that I've done in the past where I give uh, people notes about how thankful I am for them, just because... Um, you know, it's Thanksgiving and, you know, it's a, it's a time where a lot of people focus on gratitude and being thankful. And, uh, and I think it's a good opportunity to really let people know how grateful for, uh, you are for them. I mean, I think that you shouldn't have to wait for the holiday to be thankful and show your gratitude, but you might as well take advantage of the, uh, set aside time and really uh, focus on that. And so that's what I did. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had a lot of pie. That's one of my favorite Thanksgiving traditions, you know, and all the other food. You know, you got turkey, mashed potatoes, dressing, or I mean stuffing. Dressing is what Southern people and my grandpa call it. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Got to see the family on both sides. Um, we had Christmas. I mean, obviously, today is the 29th, so we had Christmas four days ago, and that was awesome. Christmas is awesome. I love celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. And I love being able to, you know, do service for other people around this time and, you know, give people things, you know, and just watch as people, you know, are nice and give you things. That's also a good thing. And, you know, presents are fun, spending time with family and such. Um, I got a lot of fun things for Christmas. Um, I got some memory foam pillows for my bed. They're the nicest thing ever. My my bed is complete now <laughs> because I have, um, you know, these pillows. I got this weighted blanket. I have this really nice mattress. My bed is just perfect. Now I just need a wife and it's complete. <laughs> I'm, I don't want to make this inappropriate. I want my show to be clean, but you know, just like, you know, it's, 
well, you know, that's all I'm going to say, you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so yeah, I got those pillows. They're very nice. Like, they're way nice pillows. I can't even describe how nice they are. Like, I just, I touch them and I get tired. Like, I just lay on them and I could fall asleep. That's, <laughs> it, they're, they're really comfy. Um, I got a bunch of uh, puzzles from this artist that I like. Um, he, his name is Eric Dowdle. He does a lot of paintings about locations in Utah and kind of historical events and things and they're really cool paintings and I love getting the puzzles of those paintings. Um, I got a bunch of them for Christmas and they're like the thousand, the 1000 piece puzzles. So they take a long time to do, but I think they're so fun. I love puzzles. One of my friends in high school really got me into them and they're just so much fun. I love puzzles. Um, I got a few uh, paintings from my sister that she created in her art class. That was fun. One of them's about Superman and the other one's about Donkey Kong. I love Donkey Kong. He's probably my favorite Nintendo character. Um, and Superman, he's one of my favorite superheroes. And so he's awesome. Although, so it's a, it's a painting of the uh, Henry Cavill, Cable, I don't know how you say his last name, but the most recent actor for Superman. It's, the painting is of him. I'm Kind of curious, though, how they're going to work with him in future DC movies, because I think I heard that he quit. So uh, maybe they'll get another actor or something. I'm not sure. But anywho, that was a fun present. You know, Secret Santa was fun. I, um, yeah, in our family, we do the Secret Santa thing. I think it's fairly common where, uh, you know, it's like the 12 days before Christmas or whatever. You give your secret person... We, we just have it be a family thing, so each person in our family is someone else in our family. And um, each person, you know, gives their assigned person a small gift every day, and they keep giving them a gift. And then on the final day, we reveal who we had and things like that. And it, it wasn't, it's fun to kind of like guess who it was. And I, I knew who it was the third day. Because I think the first day I got like some candy and stuff and it was kind of neatly wrapped and so I'm like, oh, okay, th this is neatly wrapped. So it could have been one of my sisters that's more into that or my mom or something. And then I got something else. I can't remember, probably another candy thing or something. And then I got this, <laughs> I got this rubber ducky with a Santa, like with a Christmas hat. And I immediately knew that it was my sister Haley because she, <laughs> she likes cute things like that and she's totally the type of person to get things like that and so I immediately knew it was her from that day forward and it was super obvious the rest of the time I got like this cute stuffed dinosaur I got like this squishy gorilla toy that like you can squish its head and its eyeballs come out <laughs> and so that, that was fun um my gift was really simple. I had my mom, and I just gave her a bunch of Werther's the whole time. <laughs> I started, like, with one Werther a day, and then I increased to two, three, and then whatnot. And it's one of the few things she can eat and not have, like, a an adverse reaction to. So I figured, you know, I'm just going to play it safe and just give these to her the whole time. <laughs> so that was good. Um, what else did I get? I mean, I got a bunch of stuff in my stocking. I got several boxes of Mike and Ike's, so that's fun. I 
my family knows I love Mike and Ike's. That's probably my favorite candy. Um, oh, I got a few movies. I got the Godzilla movie from 2014. I love those movies. I think they're so cool. It's probably just the inner bro in me that just likes watching lots of buildings be destroyed and giant monsters. You know, why wouldn't you like that? And that's what I've heard uh, Pacific Rim is about. I've never seen Pacific Rim, but I've heard that if I like the Godzilla movies, I'll probably like those. And so, I mean, the idea of giant robots fighting giant kai, kaiju, I believe that's what they're called, which, and a kaiju is basically like a, a giant monster like Godzilla or Mothra or something. And, but anyway, oh, and about buildings being destroyed, I, I just have to bring this up because people always make money, <laughs> they make fun of me for enjoying the movie Man of Steel. First of all, if you don't like Man of Steel and you're going to make fun of me for liking it, you can just go to bed, all right? Because I actually love Man of Steel. And, but anyway, <laughs> the thing that upsets me is people, they'll get upset. They'll be like, well, it's so dumb. Like, Superman's so dumb. He's like, they're just destroying all the buildings in the city. Just be careful, Superman. Like, what's wrong with you? You're not Superman if you're, you know, and so on. And I just have to say, okay, look, mister. The final battle with Zod and Superman, it's two Kryptonians fighting each other. It's like two Superman battling. There's going to be a lot of destruction, people. Superman is like the most powerful superhero ever. He's one of them, you know, before you comic book fans uh, get all over me. He's one of the most powerful. <laughs> and so there's going to be a lot of destruction. Plus, I mean, it makes for great cinema. Giant buildings being destroyed. Like, why wouldn't you want to see that? Why are you complaining? Okay, it, I think I might have already complained about this before, but it's kind of like with The Last Jedi. It's like, if you don't like The Last Jedi because of all the things involved with like hyperspace and science and whatnot, this is what I have to say. You're watching Star Wars. They have aliens, and there's sound in space. There's the Force. Like, how do these things not upset you? Like, if you're really going to pick apart movies like this, of course you're not going to enjoy it. If you want to watch something more scientific, watch the original Star Trek or something. <laughs> I mean, they at least, like, have explanations for all their technology, you know? <laughs> It's like the, what the famous Rhett McLaughlin said, Star Trek is the thinking man's Star Wars. <laughs> and it's just, I, I don't know. If you're really going to pick apart movies like that, watch a documentary instead, okay? You watch movies to have a fun time. Like that scene in Star Wars where, you know, Admiral Holdo takes the Rebel Cruiser and goes light speed into Snoke's ship. You can complain about the science and whatnot, but that made for a great cinema. That was like the coolest scene in the movie. It goes completely silent. Science, it goes completely silent. You know, just a, it's like slow motion, this huge explosion. It is so epic. I remember in the theater watching that and everyone gasped in like awe because of how cool it was. Anyway, I, I get upset about things like that if you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, anyway. Back to Christmas. So yeah, I got the Godzilla movie. I also got Ratatouille. That's got to be my favorite Pixar movie ever. I, I, what? It is rare that I watch a movie and can't think of like anything that's wrong with it. And that's how Ratatouille, Civil War, and It's a Wonderful Life, and Mr. Smith Goes to Washington are for me.
I just, I can't think of a, a thing that bothers me about the movie. Not a little thing. Um, but yeah, Ratatouille is just, a, it's a great film. So I got that finally. Um, trying to think, oh, I got this, uh, like, cross-stitch in my stocking. <laughs> um, it's like a Mario cross-stitch. And I've never done cross-stitching before, but I got it. Excuse me, but I got it, and I'll I'll try it out. You know, maybe maybe I'll enjoy it. But it's Mario, so I'll have fun. Um, yeah, I think uh, if I I think that's pretty much what I got. If I uh, forgot some of what the girls gave me, I apologize. But mostly what I asked for, it's mostly just practical things, and so that's kind of where the that's kind of the point I'm at right now. I just ask for practical things, <laughs> but. Anyway, so that was Christmas. It's almost New Year's. So I've been trying to think of some resolutions. And again, it's it's kind of the thing where I don't want to wait for the holiday to make resolutions. I hate I hate the whole concept of New Year's resolutions. Just like, why are you going to wait until the end of the year to make some plans for the next year? Why why do you have to wait for these boundaries? when you can just begin immediately, you know, why, why can't you improve yourself immediately? I, I don't know. That's just never made any sense to me. And I hate, I hate that idea, but I mean, again, if, if it's going to be celebrated on a wide scale, then you might as well take advantage of the moment where everybody's thinking about it and spend some time thinking about it. So I've, I've been taking some extended time to think about kind of what I'm going to change this upcoming year. Um, something I'd like to do is go on more dates. Um, like I've been on a few, you know, since the last uh, podcast episode. Um, but I'm at a point in my life where I should really be considering going on more dates because, you know, marriage is something I want in my life. It's something that I really want. And so if it's truly something I really want, then I'm going to seek out opportunities to gain it more often. In other words, I'm going to go on more dates. And so dates scare me, you know, girls scare me. I have a lot of anxiety about those sorts of things. I went on a date very recently and I was very, very nervous. Like it's, it's uh, really incredible how I was actually able to I had the guts to ask this girl to go on a date with. And, I, you know, I, I ended up having a lot of fun, just like I thought I would. And, um, yeah, and so, but I'm going to try and overcome that fear and go on more dates this next this upcoming year. That rhymed, and I did not intend it to. <laughs> um, it's like uh, I, always say, I always said this to my choir teacher, and it, this would drive her nuts. I would say, Wow, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know that I was one. <laughs> if you don't get it, then I'm sorry. Just ask someone. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, New Year's resolutions. I want to. I, I want to be better at uh, not assuming the worst. Just one, one of my weaknesses is um, assuming, you know, that people are out to get me or that nothing's going to work out. And I mean, a lot of it's not in my control, but trying to work on it couldn't hurt anybody, you know, especially me. And so I'm going to definitely try to have a more positive attitude about things and, 
you know, try and stay motivated to do what needs to be done and, you know, things like that. I think that's kind of, those sorts of things are going to be my focus in this next year, kind of what I'm going to be working on. Um, yeah, just things like that, you know, nothing too specific. I mean, something I'd like to work on is getting more exercise, being more healthy. Um, it's, I find it's just really hard for me to get motivated to do those things. I don't know. A lot of things are just kind of a struggle, <laughs> but you know what? I'm just, I'm going to do my best and the Lord will do the rest. And so, yeah, that, those are my plans for the new year. Um, oh yeah, I, I thought of a story that happened like a while ago, like last like, this had to have been two summers ago, I think. Um, I was with some of my friends hanging out at their house, and this particular friend lives next to this church building. And um, from where we were, we could see, like, the big parking lot in the church, uh, by the church building. And there were, it, it, I bet it was during, it was by, like, the 24th Pioneer Day, the uh, Utah holiday. And there were some people doing fireworks in the parking lot. I don't know if uh, that's legal. In fact, actually, I don't even know if it was Pioneer Day because I remember thinking like, are they even allowed to do that now anymore? It was probably in August or something after, but they were lighting these fireworks. But one of them must have like tipped over right as it was firing or something because it was headed like near us. Like it wasn't terribly close to us. Like we didn't have to get out of the way or anything, but it was pretty close to us. And I was just getting really concerned. Like, I don't want to be blown up. <laughs> and so, um, I yelled at these people in the parking lot. I was just like, Hey, you can't, you probably shouldn't even be doing these fireworks, but you almost blew us up. You almost hit us with these. And I, and like, I was yelling at the top of my lungs. I was like, if you guys don't get out and quit doing the fireworks. I'm going to call the police. And they kind of, I couldn't tell who it was way over there, but I just saw like these figures just like stand still and then kind of gather the fireworks and drive off. <laughs> and I mean, they probably drove off to another parking lot and did it over there or whatever, but I felt pretty rad just because I was yelling at these people like, you got to get out of here. I'm calling the police. <laughs> And it was, it was awesome. I felt, I felt like a man. I felt tough. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's kind of a random story that has nothing to do with anything. Oh, actually something I thought about doing for a podcast, um, was, um, like taking time to find interesting stories from my childhood and kind of have this script type thing and read it as if I were like a storyteller, like, on this day, on February 21st, 2003, or something like that, <laughs> you know, and make it all epic, and it's, but it's mostly like this funny story. I was thinking about doing that, maybe incorporating that into um, future episodes, but we'll see about that. In fact, I'm going to write that down on my paper so I don't forget. Dramatized, funny, childhood stories. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I saw many movies recently and I definitely want to talk about them. I saw, um, the into the spider verse movie. Um, it came out. It's like this Spider-Man movie. It's not 
part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a, a Sony movie. Because um, I guess they, they, I don't know the legalities about who has the, the rights to Spider-Man and whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's about this guy named Miles Morales who, you know, there's a Peter Parker in his dimension, but he dies. That Peter Parker dies and then Miles gets powers somehow. He gets bitten by a spider. And then the bad guy wants to like bring his family back using this th collider thing. And basically through that machine, all of these different spider people from other dimensions come and um, they all have to work together and whatnot. And it's a fun, it's a fun movie. The cool thing about it is that the, it's an animated movie and the animation is really unique because it, it's uh, animated as if it were a comic book and it, it was really well done. It was, uh, it was very exceptional animation and I really enjoyed it. Um, and the story was really cool. It was funny. It, it was a good movie. I think it might be a little overrated, um, for various reasons. And I'm not going to say why, because I want people listening to this to get upset with me, <laughs> but I do think it's going to be a little overrated kind of how I felt about Wonder Woman. Like, I love Wonder Woman. But when it came out, people were just going... They were head over heels about the movie. Like, oh, this is the best movie ever. Best superhero movie ever. And I was just thinking, like, uh, you know, that, that's a pretty big claim. I don't know about that. I mean, it was a good movie. I don't hate Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. I love that movie. But it was a little overrated, in my opinion. Um, but I think the same thing is probably going to happen with uh, Into the Spider-Verse. But it, it was good, though. If you like the superhero movies, I highly recommend it. Um, another superhero movie I saw recently was Aquaman, a DC movie. Um, so sorry about you people that don't like DC. You're going to have to hear me talk about how much I love this movie. Um, you know, I'm, I prefer to give spoiler-free reviews, so I'm not going to ruin anything. But basically... It's about, you know, Aquaman, and he has to uh, unite the, um, the kingdoms of the sea, you know, around Atlantis, because, you know, um, his, uh, Aquaman's half-brother wants to wage war on the surface world, and so he needs to stop him, and that involves getting this cool trident and whatnot. And so, um, I love this movie a lot. Like, probably more than Into the Spider-Verse, to be honest. And it's not because I think DC is better. At this point, okay, quick tangent. At this point, I actually think DC and Marvel are tied for me, because I think DC has more iconic superheroes, you know, like Superman and Batman. Those two alone, like, those two superheroes alone are more famous than all the others combined. I mean, let's just be honest. <laughs> but Mar Marvel is really good at making these superheroes that have cool backstories like how they had to overcome these challenges um and that's really due to stan lee being a part of marvel because because that was the, the kind of background he came from you know he had to overcome these things in his life and it's it's really really awesome um kind of like the american dream kind of involved with all these superheroes i really love that about marvel anyway the reason I love Aquaman so much is, first of all, the visuals in that movie are incredible. If Aquaman doesn't win Best Picture, it's because people are biased and they don't know what they're talking about. Because I was blown away by how awesome the movie looked. I mean, a lot of it takes place underwater, 
And that's kind of a tricky situation because you could, you could make it not as cool underwater, but it was super cool. And I mean, when they, when they spoke underwater, it wasn't annoying. Like, like it wasn't merman, like he man, I will get you. You know, <laughs> he didn't sound like that or anything or, or any of the characters didn't sound like merman. Um, but, um, sorry, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, it, it was awesome. I thought the voice work was awesome. The action scenes were, ooh, man, at the end of the movie, there's this really cool kind of Lord of the Rings-esque battle just between all of these different sea creatures. And it is, that is, it was really cool. It, I really do think it's up there with like Lord of the Rings epic battleness. It was so cool. Um, I, it was a cheesy movie, but I felt like that was to its advantage because um, Aquaman, this, this version of Aquaman that we've been introduced to, he is really kind of like a silly character. He's kind of, he's referred to as Aqua Bro by many people. And that's totally true because he kind of does act like this surfer dude sometimes because he's like, all right, or my man, you know, and, and it's, it's really cool. I enjoy that. The actor, uh, Jason Momoa, he's, re he's really good at the role. And even my sister really likes him and thinks he's really hot. So there's that. Um, he does a good job at like playing this character that wants to do what's right, but he's kind of torn between being half human, half Atlantean. And he's, he has to like overcome these feelings, these differences between the races, you know, he, he has to believe him in himself. It's really cool to see him progress that way. Ooh. And when he gets the trident at the end, it's so cool because Okay, that's not a spoiler, because if you didn't think he didn't get the trident, you're a fool. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there goes half my audience. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, when he gets the trident, he, uh, he dons on the iconic Aquaman. So, uh, look, I I'm saying things that you see in the trailer, so th these aren't spoilers. Um, he dons on the iconic golden top kind of like green pants aquaman look and it is so cool and he's like uh, it, it's really cool i almost spoiled something but i'm not going to spoil it um so anyway the visuals are really awesome the action scenes are really cool there's a villain a famous dc villain in it um called black manta he's uh, kind of like this uh goofy looking bug looking guy he had it, it's this uh like assassin guy, you know, scavenger type character who obtains um, Atlantean technology and utilizes it to make a kind of like a laser helmet. And so his helmet does look really weird and kind of funny just because it's, it, it's kind of like a light bulb type looking helmet. You know, he has a giant head with these big buggy red eyes and he looks kind of dumb at first but then you see him fight and you realize like how cool he is because <laughs> he, he shoots these lasers out of his eyes that just explode everything he has all these cool gadgets with his suit and he totally just rips aquaman to shreds um not not literally of course because this is just pg-13 <laughs> but he just he really beats up aquaman hardcore i mean ultimately he gets uh beaten but he's really a a, he is just a tough character to face and 
they, they really did a good job of making his backstory cool and making him a really cool villain. And, um, but he was awesome. The action scenes in, throughout the movie are awesome. The story is relatively basic. You know, it's like, I have to stop my half-brother. It's, it's kind of similar to Black Panther in the way that, like, you know, his relative is trying to get the throne, but he has to stop him and um, kind of like that. It, it's similar to that, but it's not, it, it's not copying it, though. I, I didn't feel like Aquaman was trying to copy Black Panther at all. Um, but anyway, yeah, the story, it is kind of a basic story, but because um, just how visually gripping and, like, cool the movie felt, that wasn't a problem. The basic story... The story was easy to understand, and the awesomeness of the rest of the movie made it work. I thought it was a fun movie. It's not terribly complex. It's a, it's a fun movie, and I highly recommend it to anyone. DC, Marvel, whoever. And I, they had a lot of good acting choices. They got the guy that plays uh, like Jango Fett in the prequels um, as Aquaman's father. And I thought he did an awesome job. They got Nicole Kidman. I'm not sure what else she's in. I think she was in one of those old Batman movies or something with like Val Kilmer. I can't remember, but she plays Queen um, Atlant Atlanta. Atlant Atlanta? Atlantis? I can't remember her name. Atlanta. I think it's Queen Atlanta. But she does a good job. The main guy, Jason Momoa, does a good job. Um, they got Willem Dafoe to play, like, Aquaman's mentor. He did a good job. I thought Patrick Wilson did a good job as King Orm. They had a lot of good casting choices. Oh, I loved the guy for uh, Black Manta. I can't remember his name, but he's really cool. Um, I, I just, I loved the movie. I can't think of all the reasons I love it right now, but I, I really enjoyed it, and I would totally be willing to watch it again in theaters. Um... I saw, okay, so Aquaman, I saw that, and I also saw Bumblebee recently, that's the last one. My good friend uh, Carter Reading from uh, the, the past episode that I did with him, he invited me to the movie, and we had a great time watching it, and it, it was a really good movie if you know a little bit about Transformers. Not anything to do with like the past Transformers movies directed by Michael Bay, but just like anything about Transformers. I, I really enjoyed Bumblebee. Um, when I got a haircut recently, one of the people getting a haircut said that he liked Bumblebee more than Aquaman. Um, I disagree. I, I honestly thought Aquaman was better, but Bumblebee was really good, though. And I'm going to talk about why I really liked it. And, I, and I'm not super into Transformers, but I, ha but I have a lot of good things to say about it. So with Bumblebee, you know, we, we figure out kind of like how he loses his voice and why he needs to use the radio and stereo to speak. You know, the iconic Bumblebee trait. Um, we get to see like, so this movie takes, this is kind of like a backstory. This, uh, it, I, I don't know if this is like a, a prequel type movie or if it's a reboot. I'm not sure what they're going to do, but uh, this movie takes place in 1987. And so, I was a big fan because, you know, it's a lot of 80s things, you know. They, they make references to that weird show ALF a few times in the movie. They have a lot of 80s music. That's something I loved about the movie. You know, obviously I'm biased about that. But um, something I really liked about it was that it took place in the 80s, and here's why. 
Um, because that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's when the action figures for Transformers came out. And that's when the first Transformers TV show aired was in the 80s. If I'm not mistaken, you know, I'm, don't quote me on that. I don't know for sure. But it, it felt it was very appropriate for it to be that time. And I thought that was a very wise decision on part of the story writers or whoever's in charge of that. Um, it was a cheesy, it was a cheesy movie, you know, and some lines you're just like, oh brother. <laughs> but I, I thought that that was to its advantage because, you know, it, it, Transformers were action figures before anything else. They were designed for children. And so I think it's totally appropriate to have kind of this kid, fun, children's adventure. But it was also PG-13 just because of like language and, and uh, crazy action and stuff. And so I thought it was a good, good uh, blend of kind of like cool teenager rating plus like cheesy children's dialogue type thing, if that makes sense. Uh, and I, I thought it worked for it. Um, the thing with the origin, the uh, like, the, the Michael Bay Transformers movies is that, well, the director is Michael Bay, and he's known for making like a lot of explosions and, you know, a lot of action in them with not really the best story lines. I guess that's kind of what the other ones were criticized for. But this one had a good story. It had a, it had a good story for Bumblebee and also. The human girl, that's a big part of the movie. She had a compelling backstory too that tied in. It was, it, it was heartwarming, you know. I, I, didn't, I'm not gonna, I didn't cry during the movie, but you know, it was heartwarming. It was a good experience. Um, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, and uh, it, so it was a good story and it had, it had action in it. So like you, were on, you, you weren't bored out of your mind like uh, I would have been if there was no action. It had its fair share of action sequences and I thought it was really cool. Um, I guess something I do need to penalize it for is that I feel like there were a lot of unoriginal aspects of the movie that I saw. Like There were a couple moments, I'm going to admit, I'm not going to say which parts of the movie, but there were parts of the movie where I thought, Oh, this whole scene is totally just like the scene in this movie or this movie. Just like, this isn't very original, you know? It's like they're kind of playing it safe with this movie, which is totally understandable because they want to kind of rekindle the excitement for the Transformers franchise, but not go overboard and take a risk that people are going to not like it and then just lose interest entirely. And so I understand why they did it, but I mean, I got to penalize them for that. Sorry. <laughs> it was a good movie, though. I it was cool. Um, if you want to know what individual scenes I'm talking about and you've seen it, talk to me personally. But <laughs> um, other than, anyway, I saw that movie. It was cool. I had a f great experience with Carter. Great person. Um, yeah. Alrighty. So another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, video games. <laughs> I, I can't remember if I've already talked about video games in a full episode, but I just wanted to kind of talk about this a uh, couple things related to video games that have happened to me recently. Um, so my family acquired another uh, computer uh, because our other one was getting slow and so we got another one so that it could work a lot faster and process things better, you know, just be up to speed as far as computer technology is concerned. 
And um, so we got a new computer, and now we have two computers. And then it was actually really, it was a miracle, because right as we um, figured out the new computer, minutes after we got it up and running, our old computer just you just broke. <laughs> and so that we were stuck with having one computer again. So we got that one repaired and we, you know, we, my dad fixed it and whatnot. And so, so basically we have two computers now and that, um, enables me and my dad to play video games on the computer together occasionally. And it's a lot of fun to do that. Um, and we've been playing this, uh, this online game called Heroes of the Storm. I might have talked about it before, but uh, basically you get to choose from an assortment of characters and uh, you get to play, you get to fight, you know, other people online and you have to like complete the objectives and whatnot. And um, so my dad and I have been playing that. We were playing it for about a couple months, you know, just playing a, a game here and there each week. But um, so one of the problems with playing online video games is that you know, you, you will play with other people online from very, and each person will have various backgrounds and, you know, attitudes and personalities and whatnot. And that means you could be playing with a crazy person or a really nice person and you wouldn't even know until they start talking to you. And so the thing with Heroes of the Storm is that um, there's like this chat ability where you can type in messages to your team and they can see it and whatnot. You can, you can say, Hey, uh, come over here and help me. Or, um, like, Hey, here's some advice on this. But the problem is a lot of people misuse that ability and they just use it to get angry at people. <laughs> and so, um, like if, uh, me or my dad's playing, we mess up or something and somebody will get mad at us and they'll just start swearing at us. Like, that's happened many times before. Fortunately, the game has a language filter, so, you know, it'll just show up as those uh, stereotypical swearing symbols rather than the actual uh, bad word. <laughs> but it doesn't feel good to have somebody swearing at you regardless, you know? And one time I was just getting really fed up with it. You know, this person was getting angry with me, and, and uh, you know, I'm... I'm just going to admit it. I typed something in. I probably shouldn't have, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a swear word technically, but you know, I was just like, Hey, you can't basically what I said was, and I'm really embarrassed about this. I said, Hey, you can't like, okay. So backstory, <laughs> backstory, like just to explain the situation, you know, maybe I, I wasn't as playing as well as I could be with the character I was. And the person on my team was just like, dude, what is wrong with you? I'm going to report you for being so bad at this game. And first of all, A, that's not a valid reason to report somebody because there are so there are bad people that play video games. They're not, I mean, the, the people aren't bad. They're just bad at the game. And you can't get them in trouble for being bad at the game. Like, that's not a crime. <laughs> Who, If you really think that it's a crime to be bad at a video game, you need to graduate from joy school again. Or maybe you didn't in the first place. But anyhow, he was getting mad for and swearing for totally bogus reasons. And I was just so fed up with it. And I was just like, you can't report people for reasons like that. 
And then I kind of asked this question, like, am I able to report you for being a, and I, it's technically not a swear word, but I said the word that means donkey, a jack A. <laughs> and that's, that's, a, that's as bad as I've ever gotten people. I, I promise I never called anyone anything worse than that. But that's still unacceptable. Obviously, that's not okay. That was not the appropriate response. And it was kind of after that that I was just thinking, you know, maybe I just shouldn't play this game if it's going to lead me to act like this. <laughs> really immature and, you know, just, uh, you know, it, it's just not a healthy way to respond, to call people jack A's. <laughs> and so I was talking with my dad um, just about this guy that was making me upset. And I was just like... Well, no, he said that, you know, is it even worth playing this game if people are just going to get upset? And I was just thinking, you know, it's really not. So I un uninstalled it on our computers, and me and my dad aren't playing it anymore, and we both agree it's for the better, just we don't want to interact with crazy people. Um, but anyway, there's that. So it, it really is an interesting experience to see kind of what kind of people... Like, th there are a lot of different people that play these games. A lot of them they really act as if their whole life revolves around this game. And if they lose, like they're going to be sentenced to death or something like you mess up. And the person's like, I hate this bleep. Like you bleep and bleeps are the worst at this bleeping game. And, and, you, and I'm just sitting there thinking like what you're swearing because of this, like, this is a game, dude, like grow up. <laughs> and it's just like, if this is really the most important thing in your life, your priorities are askew. I, I mean, I don't say that to all these people, but I'm just thinking like, this is so crazy. Like, like I don't get upset if I lose. Sometimes I do just cause you know, you get into it, but that's kind of like a lot of sports and things you get into it and you don't want to lose, but, but I don't swear at people. And, and I never, I've, I never like criticize people because of their performance. I've gotten after people in a tasteful, respectful manner saying like, Hey, quit picking on this person just cause they're not doing what you think they should do. You know, you gotta, you gotta lay off this guy or whatever. And, but there are a lot of nice people that play the game too. Like you do something good and people will say, Hey, you know, that was a really good move. Good job. And that's cool when your teammate recognizes those things. Or if you do something that wasn't optimal, it's nice when they give constructive feedback, like, hey, uh, next time, you know, I recommend trying this strategy or whatnot. You know, they try to help you instead of just instantly, like, tearing you down, saying that you're a bad person for not being good at a video game. Um, but it really, ha it really was an interesting experience. And that was just, like, chatting. Like, I can't imagine... So, uh, something about me is that I'm, I don't do the best in heated situations, I just, I can't, I, I lose control, not like I start swearing a ton or anything, but I just kind of don't really know how to respond to situations like that, and so I can't imagine how I would respond if it were like a voice type situation, because many video games, you can wear a headset, and it has a microphone attached to it, and you can speak to your teammates, and you can also hear what they have to say, and so you could probably get into arguments that way. And that's not something I want to do. And so anyway, yeah, there's that. Um, I was talking about, uh, Minecraft with my family recently, just kind of the difference between guys and girls when it comes to video games. And I don't mean to stereotype, um, either guys or girls, but I mean, 
What I'm about to say is, is relatively true across the board. Obviously, this doesn't describe everyone, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty accurate for the most part. You know, guys are more inclined to play video games in general, and they're more inclined to play the games that are kind of more intense, probably more violent and whatnot. And I know girls do too, you know, but it's mostly a guy thing, and I think most people could agree on that. Um... And, and I mean, I don't, I don't mean to diss on guys that play Animal Crossing, but, you know, that, that's kind of more tailored to girls. You know, I, I think there is a statistic out there that, like, most of the people that play Animal Crossing are girls. And so I was talking about it with my sisters and my dad saying, like, yeah, you know, when we play Minecraft, you know, all the, all the girls are like, yeah, we're just going to play this on creative mode. You know, there's, there's no monsters. We can't die of hunger or we can't get attacked you know it's you can fly around you can spawn in all the materials you need whereas me and my dad we always play minecraft on survival mode <laughs> where you have to you have to not die you know you you have to always have a food source so you don't run out of food and you have to find you have to search for the materials you can't just you know create them out of nothing you have to find them you know, and there's monsters that can kill you. You can die from falling and stuff. We we do it. We're a lot more uh, hardcore when it comes to that game, and that that's that applies to the other games me and my dad play. Like we're playing this game called Don't Starve, and it's really fun because that's basically the objective is to not starve. You have to you start out with nothing. You got to find all these materials, and you got to make a fire so that you don't get eaten by that mysterious creature that comes out at night. You know, you got to find food and, you know, you got to, like, not be attacked by wild animals and stuff. It's, uh, it's, uh, my sisters would hate that game. <laughs> and they don't even really like watching me and my dad play it. But, th th I don't know, I just thought the difference between guys and girls, at least in my family, and I'm sure this applies to most people, I, I thought that was interesting. But, yeah, anyway, I think that's about all I have to talk about today. But, um, yeah, hopefully you guys, <laughs> hopefully I haven't lost all my listeners. You know, I'm going to have this posted on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook and stuff. I'm going to have my sisters help me with all this. And, um, yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, I really do enjoy doing this. I just, I wasn't in a good mindset the past little while, but I'm going to really try and get this up and running again. Um I'm I'm really gonna have to consider doing that uh like dramatized funny childhood stories thing, because that really does sound like a lot of fun. I'll have to, I'll, maybe I'll ask my family what they think of that idea and see it, and I'll try it out or something. But anyway, uh, thanks so much for everyone that listens. I really appreciate it, and um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Sayonara. <laughs>